Welcome, and thanks for checking out the Living Word Family Church Sermon Podcast. Before we get to the message, we'd like to invite you to check out Living Word Family Church if you don't already have a church home. For more information, you can check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. Praise the Lord. Glad you're here. I don't know how many of you uh, typically or traditionally celebrate, do your main Christmas on Christmas Eve, or how many of you do it on Christmas Day. We kind of split it between the two. Uh, but like I said, in, with uh, in the emails and the announcements, with uh, respect toward your traditions, we didn't want to take all night with this. Just wanted to spend a little bit of time with you. You can open to Luke chapter 2. You know where I'm going. Uh, this is the textbook. Christmas account. We're going to go a little bit different direction with it tonight, and we're going to we're going to start in Luke chapter two, verse eight. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, "Do not be afraid." For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, living, uh, sorry, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Let's stop there. When I have shared this in the past, and I have many times, the thing that just overwhelms me. It was a long time, long time. Many of you can testify. It's a long time before I could read that scripture without crying. Uh, it just really hit me hard every time I read it out loud. I would just break down. And the thing that really got me was this sense of anticipation. The idea, and the, well, not the, not the idea, it's this truth that for centuries, God's people were waiting on the Messiah, the fulfillment of this promise. They had this promise, they had this, it was, it was originally, I mean, back in the garden, God promised that he would defeat the serpent. And he, and he expressed it and revealed it little by little with Abraham. Uh, you know, I'll bless you and, and, and make you a blessing. And through you, all the people, all the families of the earth will be blessed. This was a direct reference to Jesus Christ. He was going to bring a savior to the world. He was going to bring a Messiah. He was going to bring uh, a deliverer. And um, when I've preached this before, I'm not, I don't have time to preach the whole sermon, but I've, I've talked about how God always raised up little the saviors with a little s. Different judges, different kings, different deliverers, different warriors, people who would rise up and the Holy Spirit would come upon them and be used by God to deliver God's people out of their distress. They were not unaccustomed to the Savior with a small s, but they were always looking toward the Messiah. And they knew because of Daniel's timeline, because of Daniel's prophecy, that the time was ripe. They knew that the Savior, the Messiah, was on the horizon. He was, he was, they were looking for him. Some people pretended to be him. We see this in scripture. But they knew he had to be on the scene. And then this moment comes where, and this is what I've always focused on before, the thing that always cut me, 
is when the angel said, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all the people, for there is born unto you this day in the city of David. A Savior, and not just any Savior. Here I go. This isn't even what, this isn't even what I'm preaching on. Sorry, pick those up, right? A Savior which is Christ the Lord. This is not just any old Savior. This is not just a Savior like Samson. This isn't a Savior like David. This is the one. This is the one you've waited for. This is Christ the Lord. This day. Not someday, but this day. That's what I've always preached on. This is what I want to focus on tonight. Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which will be to all people, for there is born to you. wasn't in my notes. This was born to you. There was born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. To you. You will find a babe. And we can look back to the prophecies. Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. You know, the prophecy is that a child would be born and a son would be given. The, the, the child was born. This was, this, was a, this was a tremendously specific prophecy that Jesus didn't just appear into the world. He came as a child and the child was born, but he was given as the son the pre-existing eternal son of God was given to us in the form of a child, given unto us. Didn't just say, hey, a child is born, a son is born. He's given. He's born unto us, unto you this day. This is the gift. This is the gift. And when we celebrate tonight, whether we celebrate tomorrow, we need to remember what we are celebrating with our gifts. Man, I've talked about this many, many times, and you guys know this, you've experienced it, I'm sure you've talked about it. One of the greatest things about Christmas over the years was this anticipation. When I was a little kid, counting down the days, and getting to the point where I just couldn't wait Oh, I can't believe. Oh, it's, 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 Christmas is so long. It's, it's, it's like four days away. Riley picked those up. Uh, and then the night before, just trying to get to sleep as fast as I could so Christmas morning would get there as quickly as possible. You know? Just so you could wake up and it's actually Christmas. This is the day. And as I grew older, and it used to be, frankly, it's like, oh, there's presents. There's going to be presents under the tree. And then as you get a little bit older, oh, hey, it's family, you know? We, we, we don't spend as much time together. We all live in our own houses or for our own states, our own parts of the world. This is the day we're all going to be together. This is the day I get to see the look on my children's face when they open their gifts. <laughs> Didn't get you anything this year, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> Take it back. That coal will come in handy. No, I'm kidding. You can. You have some good stuff, buddy. 
this anticipation and then the day is here. And this is what I feel and experience every time I read this passage. And, and this is God saying, unto you. Child is born unto you, unto us a son is given. Unto you is born this day, this day, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. We were over uh, in Indiana. We just got back a couple hours ago, less than a couple hours ago, over visiting uh, Beth's family. And, uh, and her mom gave the kids some gifts last night, and then today she gave them money. And she's like, here, I just want you to take this. And, and, and uh, they're like, no, 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 we don't need this. Take this. It's like they're, they're, they're trying to refuse this because they know, you know, she's not rolling in it. She's had hard times. You know, she lost her husband many, many years, 20 years ago. And uh, things are, things are we, we've known for years that things are tight for her. And here she is trying to press money into the kids' hands. And I'm watching uh, specifically Rainy today saying, I'm not taking this, Grandma. And you just say, you know what? what? You know what you do? You take it. You just receive it. You receive it as a gift. You learn to receive. And you speak a blessing over her, okay? And here's God saying, unto you is born this day a Savior. And some people are like, I don't deserve it. I can't take it. And some people are like, I never asked to be saved. And some people were like, I need to be saved, but I can't. I didn't realize it, was co- it would cost you so much. But the gift is already given. It's already given. This day is born to you. And I know what he's born for. I know what he's headed for. I know what his mission is. What do we do? We just have to receive it. There's no sense fighting it. There's no sense trying to trying this false humility. God, is there anything else I can do? I want to be saved. I know I need to be saved, but I, ca- I can't let you just give me your son. The son is given. And it's hard. It's humbling. But we must simply receive him. In John chapter 6, this is a passage I've referred to a number of times just this last year. It's a tough passage, and I'm not going to go in, I'm not going to break it down again. I just want you to see it again. In John chapter 6, Jesus already had a following. He'd done a number of miracles. Uh, He he had people who were uh, just desiring to spend time in his presence and really just kind of be provided for by him, see some more miracles. And then in John chapter 6, verse 53 Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers ate manna and are dead. He who eats this bread will live forever. And as we prepare to receive from the Lord's table, that's what I want you to think about. It's not a matter of he who takes communion gets saved. 
This is what we are indicating, what we are symbolizing here as we receive the Lord's Supper is we are feeding on, we are being nourished and being saved by receiving the whole life of Jesus Christ. We are not just following his teaching. We are not just imitating him. We are not just adopting his moral code. We are receiving him, the man, the son of man, the son of God, God the son in the flesh and saying, this is who we need to live. Now that by itself isn't the whole doctrine, it isn't the whole gospel, but that is the key to understanding everything else, everything that Paul wrote to explain being in Christ, being lost utterly without Christ, recognizing that yes, God does expect and demand that we do good things, but these good things do not save us, only the life of Jesus Christ, the body and the blood of Jesus Christ, we receive these things. And so when we receive them, we say, thank you, Father, for the broken body of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the healing. Thank you for the provision. Thank you for his life in flesh, bone, and blood. And thank you for the blood, his blood, which shed, washes us of all sin. This is what we're celebrating Here we are celebrating. We are gathered here tonight because of the birth of Jesus Christ. But from the very beginning, his whole birth and long before was all aimed toward his death. Which, as Paul wrote, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you show the Lord's death till he comes. I choose to confess with this act that I am saved, that I am nourished, that I am empowered by the finished work of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to join me in this moment. If you are not a member of this church, you are welcome to join us in communion if you have confessed Jesus Christ as your Savior. If you have not confessed Jesus Christ as your Savior, We ask that you don't partake in this moment because we believe this is something that is limited. It's a privilege specifically for the believer. But let me ask you this. If you have not made Jesus Christ your Savior and you desire to, I'm going to pray a prayer right now as we lead up to communion. If you pray it and mean it, I'm not even going to have you stand up. I'm not going to have you come up here. I'm going to ask you to pray this and mean it. And if you pray it and mean it, then I want you to partake because that means you are a member of the body of Christ. It's a matter of simply receiving and accepting God's gift. Isn't there more to it? Don't I have to do something else? No. He's God and he says, here's the gift. I already bought it. I already paid for it. I already gave it to you. What am I supposed to do? Just receive it. Just receive him. I want everybody to pray this out loud, even if you have prayed this before. If later on, I would love for you to tell me, hey, Pastor Scott, I'm glad you led us in that prayer. Tonight was my first time praying that and meeting it. I would love to know that. Okay? And sooner or later, you're going to have to confess that. You're going to have to make a public you know, we can be baptized or just let, let people know. I mean, you want to be baptized anyway. Uh, but you're, you're, you need to make a public profession of your faith. But right now, I just want it to be between you and God. 
but at least let me know tonight. Everybody pray this. Uh, Stand up with me for a second, all right? (laughs) Heavenly Father, thank you for your Son. Thank you for the promise, and thank you for the fulfillment of your promise. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to earth, becoming man, taking on flesh, experiencing everything that we experience without sinning. We thank you for going to the cross, suffering, and dying our death. Thank you, Lord, for rising from the dead and giving us victory over the grave. Thank you, Father, for this indescribable gift. We receive you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. Be seated. Ushers, are you ready to, uh, to serve the people? Let's take the bread. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for giving your son to be born in the flesh. And we thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for coming in the flesh and for letting your body be broken so that our bodies could be made whole. We thank you for everything you suffered in the flesh, poverty, sickness, rejection, everything, so that we could experience uh, healing, wholeness, and prosperity. Thank you, Lord, for the broken body of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the bread in Jesus' name. Let's take the cup. Thank you, Lord God, for the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for washing us clean, for reminding us and making it clear in your word that our problem was never everything we did, it's everything we were, our corruption, our sin nature, the stain of sin that only the blood of Christ could wash away. And thank you, Jesus Christ, for shedding your blood to wash us clean to make us clean before God in your sight. Thank you, Lord God, that we are today, tonight, in Christ, righteous, redeemed, forgiven, complete. Thank you, Lord God, for the gift of your Messiah, and thank you for his shed blood in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise and worship team, come on up here. And you can pass your cups to the right. If you have gotten, if you have prayed, if you have prayed that prayer tonight for the first time that we prayed together, stand up with me. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, I want to hear from you tonight. Uh, but if you have not yet prayed that prayer, maybe you just listen to it while I. Uh, everybody, stand up. Go ahead. If you have, uh, if you have, uh, if you listen to the prayer that I led before, and you and you desire to pray it, maybe it's like, yeah, I listened to it. That was a pretty good prayer. Maybe you want to pray it now. You want to give your life to to Jesus Christ. You want to give your life to the Father who gave you Jesus Christ. I would love to pray with you right now. We're going to sing one more song, and if you want to come up here tonight and give, uh, give God the Father the greatest Christmas present ever, I would gladly pray for you, pray with you.
uh, the sinner's prayer, salvation prayer. You'd be a, a member of the family of God and uh, be secured of your place in his kingdom. Heavenly Father, thank you for tonight. Thanks for listening. We hope that this message encouraged and equipped you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram to stay updated with what's going on at Living Word Family Church. Have a great day.